0: By coincidence, I was just listening to an old song by the Proclaimers called I Would Walk 500 Miles. Uh, Today, we're going to talk to John Millay about him driving 400 miles. Doesn't sound as dramatic, but that's a lot of driving. That's a lot of sitting. And I really don't think the Proclaimers actually walked 500 miles. John actually drove 400 miles. He's got that going for him. This is the Preps Day with John Millay. This is our prep high school Sports and activity show at TalkNorth.com. If you like the show, subscribe to your favorite podcast app. It's the easiest way to listen. It's also free. Check out all of our other sports, outdoor, and variety shows at TalkNorth.com. Subscribe to the shows that you like. We do appreciate it. Thanks to our longtime sponsor, Brandon Morton. Thanks to our longtime sponsor, Pizza Barn in Princeton. Jody Stays Fine Operation, as well as All Energy Solar, AllEnergySolar.com and propane, propane.com. We're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. It is September 7th, 2023. John, tell me about your 400-mile trek.
1: Yeah, Jim, I, I kind of teased this a little bit last week. Uh, last Thursday, we're talking here on Thursday, it's September 7th, so a week ago, I got in the car and I drove 400 miles and saw some cool stuff and and came home and it was just one of the most enjoyable days I've ever had in this job. I managed to pack in two football games and a volleyball match. I was out in Western Minnesota. The weather was spectacular. Everybody was so nice. And before I did this, I kind of questioned my, I questioned two things, my sanity and my stamina. Cause I knew it was going to be a long day, but I'm happy to say everything went perfectly. I made it home safely. So my plan was, I had tweeted the day before, I'm going to go to a, a nine-player football game at the University of Minnesota, Morris, a noon game. And then at 7 o'clock that night, I was going to go to a football game at Minnewaska High School, two places I'd never been. And I've said that on the show before. As I as I start winding down to retire in a year or two, I I'm I want to go to new places. So those were two places I hadn't been, Big Cat Stadium at, at Morris and Morris. Uh, minnewaska high school so two football games that was going to be my day and before i left i got a i got a twitter message from uh, west central area school which is out in that part of the state and jake Fossline, their ad told me they had a four o'clock volleyball match so of course that fits perfectly i wasn't able to yeah. stay for the for the whole thing but but i got to i got to see that school i'd never been to so, you know, I went to the football game at Morris between uh, Hancock and Norman County East, Eulen hitterdahl And Norman County East, Euland-Hitterdahl, that's way up in northwest Minnesota. I've been up that way. So I was talking to some of their coaches saying, hey, how long was the drive for you guys? And they said, that's about two and a half hours. Well, mine was a little over three hours. So that's that's, <laughs> we all put in some miles, but it was a noon game. A little bit warm back then. This was before the, the cold front we're enjoying now. Um, watch the game there, Big Cat Stadium. We have state quarterfinal football games there. I, I'm sure there's section playoff games there. It's a really cool little football field right on the campus. I'd been to the town of Morris before and the high school, never to the University of Minnesota Morris. That is a little gem. That It's just a beautiful campus, big trees, it looks like a college. I guess I didn't know what what I had pictured in my mind, but really cool. Uh, West Central, great school, good, great gym. They had a big crowd for a Thursday afternoon volleyball match, and it was really fun. And they had a home football game that night, so that's the way they played volleyball at four. And then uh, after the volleyball, I headed to Glenwood Minnewaska High School, my third visit of the day. This is this is super scenery here, Jim. The school sits up on a hill above Lake Minnewaska, which I have declared a couple of times, including last week, it's the most beautiful lake in Minnesota, especially when you're up above it looking down. And so they had a football game, Minnewaska hosted Morris area, Chocao, Alberta. So I saw the Morris football and volleyball teams play as well as their home football stadium. Morris plays their home football games at Big Cat. And I didn't know that the football game at Minawasca was a tackle cancer event. Boy, they went all out, which is pretty cool for the first game of the season. And they raised right around ten thousand dollars for the Randy Shaver Cancer Research and Community Fund. That's a great way to kick off the year. So here, here's my summary of the day, Jim. I left home at 7:45 a.m. had breakfast at McDonald's, lunch at Casey's, a couple of slices. And dinner at McDonald's in Monticello on the way home. I got home about 1030 that night and uh, it was just, it was just as much fun as a guy could have. And I uh, can't, can't say enough uh, to everybody at Morris, West Central, Maniwaska, the Hancock folks were great. Uh, just tremendous has- hospitality, a really, a really fun day. Just it's kind of what this job I have is all about. Just hanging out with with new people and old friends and seeing, seeing cool things and enjoying the day so it was really fun i'm not doing it again soon i guarantee you that but i'm glad i did it
0: that's great stuff i really think casey's or mcdonald's or both should be sponsoring the show we'll have to get on that uh you you give them more good pub than anybody else believe me
1: (laughs) that's that's a true statement i agree with that
0: all right so let's move from that long journey to your big night in owatana
1: yeah so that was the big the big 400 miles was last thursday the next day Friday. And I talked about this last week. I was heading to Oatana, which is, you know, about an hour south of where I live, for their first football game in their new stadium next to their new high school. It was unbelievably cool. Uh, they hosted Hastings. Oatana, shocking, is good at football. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat, beat Hastings pretty handily, cap, capping off a big day of celebrations. This was the first Big event at the new school, the new stadium. Jeff Williams, who's been the coach there at Owatonna, a guy I've known for a long time. He's been the coach there since 1999. This was his 200th career victory, which was kind of a, a cool cap around the thing. They had a big, basically a tailgate party on this big plaza next to the stadium. The weather was great. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if there were any seats available on the home side of the field. I'm glad I was there. Uh, so, so Jeff Williams gets career win number 200, another milestone that night, Scott Hanson of Lakefield. I've been to, I've been to Lakefield, one of the smallest schools in the state with artificial turf last week. This was a big, this was a big day for Scott Hanson, the Lakefield coach gets his hundredth career football coaching win on the same day. He became a grandpa. That is awesome. So as a grandpa, who's never won a football game or any other kind of game. Way to go, Scott. That's really cool. And speaking of Owatonna, just just shortly before we started the show here, I posted a story kind of combining Owatonna and Hancock. You know, Owatonna is a Class 5A powerhouse. Hancock plays nine-player football. They're a powerhouse. You wouldn't think they'd have much in common, but in my weird brain, I put together the fact that Owatonna has this fabulous new home stadium. And this year, Hancock is playing its entire season on the road. They have no home because their field is being basically rebuilt. It's uh, it's It's been a wet mess most of the time. And they're putting in uh, irrigation and tiling. And so they're playing no home games this year. They're splitting their, their home games between Big Cat Stadium and Morris and the other two at Minnewasca, the two football sites I saw Thursday, both first-class fields. So it's interesting that. You know, the same year Owatonna opens this this world class, big big time stadium, the nine guy, the nine player guys from Hancock have no home games, and you got to feel bad for those seniors. But in the long run, it's a smart thing to do. They've the, Chad Christensen, the coach here in Hancock, he told me, I think he said for the past five years they've had to move at least one home game to Morris just because their field was unplayable. It got to be too much, so they're they're ripping it up by next. Uh, next year it'll be it'll be fantastic so i may go to the the first home game next year in hancock
0: fantastic looking forward to that all right we're going to get to hall of famers volleyball news we're going to thank a ref as we always do first one once again tell you we're coming from the aquarius home services studio we want to thank our longtime primary sponsor pizza barn in princeton and proprietor and friend jody Stay.
1: <laughs> you bet our friend jody at the pizza barn they're really busy right now There's a lot of, you know, school activities going on. They're involved in a lot of those things, and the food trucks are so busy. So this weekend alone, we're talking here on Thursday. uh, On Friday, they'll be serving lunch at the Malacca County Sheriff's Office. Stop by there for some great pizza. Saturday, they'll be in Zimmerman with a food truck at the Fall Festival at St. John's Lutheran Church. And both trucks are going to be out Sunday. One will be at the 3D Archery Tournament at the Malacca Airport and one at the Westgate Church Fall Kickoff in Plymouth. That is some good stuff from those food trucks from the Pizza Barn. And as we've been doing for a couple weeks, we're congratulating everybody at the Pizza Barn for 40 years of outstanding service to the community. It's a busy place with a menu that includes a lot more than that great pizza. Anything for lunch, dinner, in-person, take-and-bake, delivery, catering. Their, Their lunch buffet is a big hit Monday through Friday. So again, congratulations and thanks to our to our great friend Jody Stay and everybody at the Pizza Barn for sponsoring our podcast and for 40 years in business. Way to go.
0: Way to go, Jody. Yes. I also want to let you know that all energy solar panel installations are done right and made easy. Thanks to more than 14 years of experience in Minnesota and beyond, All Energy Solar is ready to take any solar project from design to installation and everything in between. Find out all you need to know about All Energy Solar, about solar power in general, about going solar with your home or business by going to allenergysolar.com dot com slash coach or of course just go to allenergysolar.com dot com you'll find out everything you need to know uh also want to let you know uh that sorry right, brandon a little glitch there a lot of people agree that we need to lower our carbon footprint they also agree we need reliable and affordable energy every minute of every day a diverse energy mix will provide reliability and affordability Fortunately, a clean energy solution for tomorrow is available today that's ready to work alongside other energy sources. It's propane. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from the U.S. grid. Propane is energy stored on-site and independent from the vulnerabilities of the utility grid. And propane's benefits don't end there. Major advances are being made today for renewable propane. Renewable propane is compatible with traditional propane and requires no additional infrastructure investments. Minnesota needs to use all of our low carbon alternatives, including propane, to safely provide energy, reliability, resiliency and affordability. Propane, the right energy right now. Find out more about what propane can do for you at propane.com. And once again, we're coming to you from the Aquarius Home Services Studio. Let's get to our Hall of Famers.
1: Yeah, Jim, we had some news on the Hall of Fame front, the Minnesota Basketball Coaches Association. Uh, these, this is boys basketball. They announced the last couple days their 2023 Hall of Fame class. It is filled with legends. The inductees are Mike Devney of Esco Carlton and Duluth Denfeld, Mike McDonald of Cambridge Isanti, Charles Portis of St. Paul Highland Park, uh, the late Mike Schoberg of St. Thomas Academy, Mark Torgerson of Morris, and Kurt Virgin of Egan Apple Valley, and Claremont. Congrats to all. Uh, one of those names was Mike McDonald. People know the McDonald name in Minnesota basketball. Uh, Bob, Mike's the father of Mike and his five siblings, Bob, the legendary late coach from Chisholm. There's, there's news that's not as great uh, concerning Joel McDonald, another one of the kids. Uh, like Mike, a son of the late Bob McDonald, uh, Joel is dealing with health issues. Again, we're all pulling for him. That guy has already survived bladder cancer, and now he's being treated for lung cancer, mm. uh, being treated well at the Mayo Clinic. I know Joel extremely well. I, I think I, I think the world of that guy. People who go back remember him at one time, the state's career scoring leader when he played for his dad in Chisholm. He coached boys basketball at Hibbing for 23 years before stepping down a year ago last season he returned to chisholm as an assistant coach in the gym where he played for his dad i'm I'm glad to call joel a good friend from a great family and we wish him the best we're all on his side and one other hall of fame nugget here Uh, my colleague amy doherty one of our assistant directors at the high school league she's involved in a lot of sports and activities in our office She is being inducted into the Roseville High School Hall of Fame at halftime of uh, Friday night's football game with Eastview. Amy, everybody now knows Amy as this great director at the high school league, always smiling, always happy, always has a great attitude. She was a multi-sport athlete in high school and an outstanding track athlete at the University of St. Thomas. So I'm going to be at Roseville Friday night, watch a little football, watch my friend Amy get inducted into the Roseville High School Hall of Fame. Way to go, Amy.
0: That's fantastic, and you know what? That's not a 400 mile drive. <laughs> that's a short drive. <laughs> that's a relatively short drive by your standards. That's a short drive. Excellent. Handle, Congratulations yes. to Amy, and best our best wishes for to Joel. That's uh, I hope he, as you said, Mayo Mayo should take good care of him. But it's scary stuff. Yep. All right. Let us get some volleyball news now.
1: Yeah, volleyball season's well underway. Uh, this week, I wrote about some some big coaching changes at two of the state's marquee volleyball programs. Volleyball people know that at Egan, Kathy Gillen, who was named the head volleyball coach when that school opened a long time ago, she moved down one seat on the bench to become an assistant. And the new head coach is her daughter, McKenna Melville, who was an all-state player at Egan an all-American at, at uh, Central Florida. And she graduated uh, in the spring, got hired as a math teacher at Egan, where her mom is a math teacher. And now uh, the 23-year-old McKenna is the head coach. Her mom, Kathy, is the assistant coach. That's pretty sweet. Uh, wrote about those two. And also part of that story is in Chaska, where Sue Murphy, who's been the head coach there for decades, named two former players, Michaela Wenzel and Mackenzie Bachman, as varsity assistants after a great guy named Chuck Zemick retired after 26 years. And, uh, you know, it's great to see these young faces on the bench in any sport but at the you know the schools where they played for the head coaches they played for 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 the mom of one of them that's really a neat little thing that's that's going to be exciting to follow those teams and on another volleyball note i want to say congrats to my buddy Lonnie Morkin he's a hall of fame volleyball coach down at Mabel Canton last week he got to the plateau of 800 career wins that's a big number Lonnie's way too young to have coached 800 matches, much less 1-800. Uh, Lonnie Morgan is quite possibly the most positive person I know. Always smiling, always happy, and a whole bunch of kids at Mabel Canton, athletes and students, are lucky to have had Lonnie on their side. So congrats to Lonnie.
0: Great stuff, as always. All right, and let's wrap up this show, Preps Today, with John Millay. Again, you can Find John's writings at MsHsl.org under John's Journal. And we appreciate everyone who listens to his uh, his oral work here. Uh, let's thank a ref.
1: Yeah, good things are happening. We're back in swing with with high school sports. And it's just so great, Jim, to see teams and fans and everybody treat officials well, how they deserve to be treated. Kudos to the girls' soccer team from Mankato West. After a recent game, they you know, they fist bumped all the officials, said thank you and then provided each official with a letter and a bag of Doritos. And the the message was, you are Nacho Average Recipe, referee. You are Nacho Average Referee. Thank you for working our game today. And the notes were signed by every every player on the soccer team from Mankato West. Way to go. And finally, during uh, Rochester John Marshall's first home football game of the year, the officials were treated to post-game Jersey Mike's Sandwiches, drinks, gift bags. That's such a great example of showing our officials how grateful we are. It's so easy to do. A lot of schools do that. I wish every school did that. But thanks to all of our officials for what they do. And and let's keep treating them right.
0: We need officials. We need more officials. We do need to treat them right. Uh, Hey, wonderful stuff as always, John. Thanks so much. Uh, Stay safe. And we'll talk to you next week.
1: You got it, Jim.